Hello. Welcome to Children of Zion Chats. My name is April. Good morning. And I'm your host. Good morning. Um, our special guest this morning is Bob Lindquist. Am I saying your last name correctly? It's perfect. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, Bob and I met um, just a couple months ago, maybe not even a couple months ago, at an event. And I've been following his ministry some online and um, we're called to the same area. So um, we just had a brief chat there and we just wanted to talk about his testimony and his ministry and what the Lord is doing. So welcome so much, Rob. It's so good to have you. I'm honored. I am honored to share any time, anywhere. Thank Bless you. what you're doing, kiddo. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Um, so would you mind to just jump right in and tell us a little bit about your testimony? Sure. Um, I was raised in a Baptist home. And I'm very thankful for the biblical foundation that gave me. Um, yet in the biblical, in, in, the, in the Baptist denomination, we tend to fight and struggle and strive to walk this out the way we see that it's to be walked out biblically because of the lack of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. It's an assumption doctrinally that when you come to Christ, um, you're baptized in the Holy Spirit. Um, so I, I went through life doing what many of us have done, which is scrape and claw and try and be a good boy and a good man and a good husband and a good father and um, applying biblical principles to my life everywhere I could. And through a series of events in 2010, um, I ended up in a million 327 pieces on the ground mm -hmm. and seeking my heavenly father in a way that I had never done before. Um, and by that, I, I mean, is there really more? You know, are these just wonderful stories? Well, by that point in our society, we had the internet. So you could jump online and look at testimonies and look at videos. And so it wasn't just the missionaries that came off the field and would tell testimonies of what God was doing in other places. You could have it on your phone, in your home, on your laptop, on your iPad. And, and, and I, I found a brother that, that had greater wisdom and revelation and knowledge on, on living where we live today, uh, which lines up biblically perfectly, just was hidden from my eyes at that point. And so I began a journey and a search, and I consumed everything I could find from every stream, air quotes, um, of Christianity in, in the U S and abroad. And the Holy spirit would gently move me from stream to stream to grab revelation and insight and wisdom. And in the meantime, I'm filling it in watching people 
do the deal on the street and I'm watching legs grow out and I'm watching lumps fall off and I'm hearing testimonies of blind eyes opening and I'm mm-hmm. uh, on and on and on. Right. Cause it's all out there. If you go seek it. Yes. Well now tie that to what our father said that his eyes are, are constantly going to and fro looking for those who hunger for him. Mm, so and I was good. hungry. Yeah. So This is really the fun part for me. And, it, and it's the most powerful part in my heart that we need to grab as followers of Jesus. I, I was on a business trip. I traveled a lot, um, 50, 60,000 miles a year for my occupation, um, helping handicapped people across virtually from the Mississippi to the East Coast and, and, and North and South. And I was in this process of seeking and searching I had the very next day, it was a Tuesday, March 8th. And I had the very next day blocked out to be in a hotel room secluded with my King James Bible and my King. And I went to a Cracker Barrel restaurant and I got done eating and it was about seven o'clock. And the waitress walked up and touched the back of my hand as she said, is there anything else I can get for you? And then laid my, my ticket down touched the back of my hand and said, God bless you and turned around and walked away as quickly as she walked up. (laughs) And I came apart. I don't think my feet touched the ground. I was about two blocks from my hotel and I couldn't get there fast enough to get my business attire off and get into a pair of sweats. And I landed on my knees next to the bed Mm -hmm. and it was probably eight o'clock and I'm going God, if there's more, I want it right now. If this is you, I want it all. And I got whacked in no uncertain terms. I don't have cameras to prove what I'm saying, but I know I got picked up and shook and tossed. I cried through every bit of toilet paper, every Kleenex, every towel. I was into my suitcase crying into my T-shirts that were clean for the next few days of that trip. Mm. I broke into speaking in tongues. I saw things I had never seen before. And it stopped about four o'clock in the morning. It lifted about four o'clock in the morning. Oh my goodness. And that next day I could not stop speaking in tongues. And, and actually I was laughing and I say tongues, it's our angelic language. And I say that laughingly because I thought, oh my gosh, a couple of times, if there's people in other rooms, <laughs> they're going to just, <laughs> what is going on up in here? Because I'm telling you, it got a little loud at times. It got kind of quiet at times. I am absolutely positive. Any, anybody was within earshot, they heard my sobbing. It was glorious. And my life has never been the same since. Man. And I love to take people to that place. A place of encounter. Yeah. Place of encountering him where that's where everything happens. He changes, he changes you in a microsecond. All all we need is an encounter with him. And if you don't mind, can we go back to 2010 when you said there was something in your life that just kind of set this whole thing into motion? Would you say that, um, pain was the was one of the driving forces to searching after the lord and to oh my gosh yeah absolutely i i I was i was at that place where 
Some say they put a gun in their mouth. Some say they were ready to jump off the bridge. I, I was not in a suicidal mindset, but I was right there. I, it, it wouldn't have taken much of a breeze from the enemy to put me to that place, yet I was strong enough in my belief in God and that there was more that I was not at that point. But I was in desperation, in pain, in I, I didn't understand. And so in that time by myself, I was just crying out to him. And then he just gracious, graciously led me on these little paths because I allowed him to, which is really key there because God is speaking to everybody constantly. It doesn't matter where you're at in this realm, in your journey with him in Christ or not. He's constantly drawing everybody. You just don't know it. You just might not realize it yet. Does that make sense? It makes total, total sense. And then the way that he speaks is it can be through so many different ways. Through Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. So many different ways. You know, yeah. I think we have a tendency to put him in a box where, you know, where we say this is how he spoke to me last time or this is how he encountered me last time. And then every single day is something new, is something different, is a different way that he's speaking, whether it's through a person or a sign or um, a minister or through whatever it might be. He's just constantly speaking in different ways. Absolutely. And in the world, people often say, oh, I just had a sixth sense. I just had a feeling. Something just was in my tummy. Something just didn't feel right about that. Well, that's a woman's intuition. That's a sixth sense. Get it? That's all. I believe more times than not, that's really God speaking to people, yes. inviting them into Christ, to be in covenant with Christ. Yes. So, so after, I know we're jumping around a little bit. No, you're good. <laughs> but after this encounter, what happened after that? What, what was said in motion after this encounter? It really verified to me all that I had consumed for Ooh. a couple a couple of years mm. and seen and heard and read. And it literally cemented in my very being that from the very first word to the very last word biblically, it's a hundred percent truth. Now, many people, when I say that, look at me and go on tilt. Well, of course the Bible's true. Really? So you came to Christ and started raising the dead and casting out demons and, and cleansing the lepers? Really? No, we don't. We typically, typically, we don't because we're still not quite sure. Mm. There's still that, that affirmation that needs to happen. We grow in this journey by our faith and faith without works is dead. So immediately this stuff is washing over me and I'm thinking about all these marvelous men of God in many different uh, um, settings had spoke truth, yet somehow the enemy had always twisted those into, well, that's a nice little story. That's a nice little story, but that, you know, that's not now. No, that's now we live acts right now. Yes, come on. 
we live it right now. And I yes. can share those stories from globally and right down the street from my own cave. We live that now. And so all of that hit me like a Mack truck right in the face. And I'm like, Lord, okay, what do I do? And so I came home from that trip and, and, and quite literally, I would drive a thousand miles, 800 miles in a day. And it would be almost constant snot and tears and worship hmm. and praise and thanksgiving to my king. It was glorious, just glorious. So I got home and I had, I had studied the physical posturing of worship and spending time with our king. And all of that got cemented in my spirit. So I got on my face on this carpet right over here. You can't see, but I'm pointing at and I'm laying there going, God, what's next? Take it all. Send me where you want me to be. If you want me to sell all this, just tell me. I want to know your very thoughts before you even whisper it in my oh head. Oh, my goodness. I never want to get hit in the head with a two by four again. Not that my daddy ever hit me in the head, but I had some nudges in my life. Okay. I didn't even want him to have to tell me twice. I wanted his very thoughts to resonate in my spirit and control my walk in this realm. That is so, so good. That is so good. <laughs> that is so, so good. There's so. And he, oh, he that. wants that communication with us just like that constantly. Yes. yes. Many. So. Mm, that's so so there I lay in a pool of snot and tears. And I never would have dreamt if you would have told me that I would start in my life at one point, at any point, to say, oh, my favorite place to live is a pool of snot and tears with my daddy. <laughs> <That is awesome. laughs> and it's true. Yes. I, I, we've all seen people share and, and try and control their emotions. I gave up that control thing a long time ago. <laughs> It's, it's not so uncommon for me to really, really just step aside. You talk about a Bill Johnson uncomfortable moment. I'll just let it rip because it's just, there's something there for someone. It's not, I know it. I know my daddy. It's yeah. not just me. Yes. Yeah. So I woke up that very next morning and, um, again, um, I'd already known that I was to have notes right? For my dreams and, and that kind of stuff. And yet had not had um, significant, what I believed were significant dreams from my daddy. But I woke up that morning after I'd been here saying, Lord, where do you want me to go? A mountaintop, a seminary, a Bible school? Uh, am I going to another country? What, what, whatever I'm in. I woke up at th about 302, 305. I don't remember exactly. I'd have to go look at those notes. And I saw in block letters, a period w period tozer three times one stacked right on top of the other big crayons mm. and i'm like i wrote it down and i went back to bed going to sleep going who the heck is aw tozer <laughs> i never even heard of this guy <laughs> and so i got up in the morning and i'm and, and i'm having my first cup of coffee with my father in total quietness here in my cave and I'm like, Daddy, what was it? And so I Google A.W. Tozer and, and I find out who he is. But more importantly, what the Holy Spirit drew me to immediately was A.W. Tozer saying, the Holy Spirit is my teacher. The Holy Spirit is the best teacher of all. 
all you have to do is listen. So good. So, so, so good. <laughs> so good. Oh, that was really the next step in that journey was to about that point. Yeah. Listening, I guess, listening and then obeying, right? The voice yeah. of the Lord, yeah. whatever he's saying in that moment to do is key. right in the walk with him is, is absolute key with everything in their relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've got to yield ourselves to him. Yeah. And, and, it, and in the flesh, that doesn't look so nice in a lot of cases, right? Because in this journey, in this realm, it's you're submitted to your boss. If you've got a spouse, that even gets conflated. What submission looks like with a spouse in the world's view. We're submitted to politicians. My God says, don't take a knee to anyone other than me. And I'm not saying that in a proud, arrogant way. I say that from a place of absolute humility. Yeah, because dependency upon him is complete humility. Because you're realizing I'm empty. Lord, I absolutely need you. I need your voice. I need your direction because you are wisdom. You are all of those things. And I can't live apart from that. So we had a little bit of a, I know we had a little bit of a recording issue where it dropped. So we're going to try and pick back up on the conversation. So we were talking about um, hearing the Lord's voice um, and it being a posture of humility. Yes. 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 So you want to keep expand on that, Bob? Sure. It is, you know, um, it, it, it is so important that we, where does pride come from? It's not in our king's nature, for sure. So if any bit of pride, which is what causes many not to fully submit to their heavenly father in a humble way, um, sneaks in, fully engulfed, you cannot enter into a, a place of intimacy in Matthew 20 um, 20 is the beginning of the story with Zebedee's children, the prophet and the mom and the boys came up asking Jesus about being seated um, in the heavenlies with, with him. And um, he goes on to say that it's not me that makes those choices. It's my father, which is the importance of, the relationship with our heavenly father in that level of intimacy that Jesus spoke to multiple times throughout the scriptures. But what's intriguing is Jesus said that is the place of highest honor and authority in him so good. seated with his father. Jesus came to serve in utter humility utter humility, not to be served by anyone and only serve. So on this journey, I'm a really good copycat. And um, I, I look at everything literally, not that nice little wristband that says, you know, what would Jesus do? That's beautiful. And, and boy, if that's somebody's heart, I'm in. 
but really, truly look at Jesus' life and go, well, what would he do like this? There was no judgment. There was no condemnation. There was no pride. It was all a matter of the heart. And the deeper I get in this journey, the more I find out that the whole journey is a matter of our heart. Our heart towards our Heavenly Father and our heart towards all of his creation. Every human being on the planet. And the enemy wants to do nothing short of twisting your heart just a little bit with pride, with offense, with arrogance, with intellect, with on and on that list goes, right? It's different for everybody, but truly this journey is a matter of our heart. It really, really is. And it's, it's so funny. We're talking about this, but yesterday, um, the scripture, I was reading the scripture from Matthew fifteen thirty, Um, and it says a vast crowd brought to him, people who were lame, blind, crippled, those who couldn't speak, many others. They laid them before Jesus and he healed them all. And that word laid before, they laid them before Jesus. Just, I just kept going over and over with that because it's a place of rest and a posture of your heart. And he's talking about those that are physically in need those that need physical healing but also at the same time the inner healing and the the inner posturing of rest rest before him where this relationship is jesus i trust you in everything what are you saying what are you doing i want to follow that and not my own way and not my own will and not my own agenda um so that that healing also from from re- just resting in him and just following him. And like you said, there's no pride in that at all. But how quickly we forget. <laughs> well, how, yes. Well, and isn't that part of the renewal of the mind, right? Yes. Um, it's that bringing it back to remembrance. And I know um, it's just perfect that you were right there in Matthew. Um I've been in Psalms for a men's group that I'm going to be with tomorrow. And, and I really feel like it's um, all about adoration, praise, thanks, and posturing before your father. Which isn't at all, of course, where I thought I was going tomorrow, even up till uh, yesterday. <laughs> but I'm yielded. I tell him that all the time, right? I cry that out all the time. Father, if it's not you, I don't want it. I am your fully yielded vessel. Use me any way you see fit. And just that statement can really put some people on tilt, bless their hearts. But I'm here for one thing. I'm a king and a priest. I'm a son of God. I want him to use me to advance light into darkness any way he sees fit at any moment. He always knows best, bottom line. Always. There's no other way. He always knows best. So, like you said, it's the constant renewal of the mind to, you know, when all the stuff comes at you, when all the whatever, it's Jesus, I'm empty. I worship you. I need you. Hide me. Hide me under your wings. And then, man. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's... See, as soon as we posture our heart in that place, he comes. We're connected in a greater way out of the flesh. We lined right up with yeah. his heart. Boom. Yeah. I feel his presence right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. All over. Yep. Yeah. Immediately. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And um... so it doesn't matter whether it's a grocery store, a back alley in Karachi, some little village somewhere in Honduras or Brazil, or in your home or where you work. That's who we are. We're contagious as followers of Christ. We're contagious. Gosh, I so love that you you saying that, that he's, and maybe this is for somebody listening. He's always available, always available. Like you said, so we, where you are, yeah. always available. Just, and, and it's, it's no different than him constantly speaking. It's whether we're listening. Yes. So in that moment, do you have ears to hear and eyes to see? Wait, I'm a little busy right now. I got to get this gas pumped in my truck. Really? Is that more let, important? Let me, yeah, let me get out the big crayons. See that lady over there? Mm. My daughter needs me right now. Go be my hands and feet. So, so good. And you, um, you just brought up a couple of locations. So you brought up uh, Karachi and you brought up Honduras. So um, I know you, you, your ministry has taken you to several of these places. Um, specifically, I know about uh, Pakistan, but have you, have you been to Honduras as well? Or I have, yeah, I, um, which was a tremendous. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, yes, I have, and it was glorious, and, and we're, we're actually uh, in the process of pulling together a training and equipping center um, slash weekly place for a, the body to meet oh, so good. Um, in, in the hills there, which we will duplicate in and around Karachi. Uh, there's multiple places that's going to happen uh, in Pakistan, um, but the first one is going to be um, in, in Honduras. So, so great. Yeah. So, um, do you have a website or anything that we can direct our listeners to so they can check out your ministry trips and speaking engagements and everything that's going on at the moment, my website's being built. That's a tremendous testimony to sitting on and holding and, and standing on a prophetic word. Um, my website's being built. Uh, my Facebook is, is Bob Lindquist. And, um, there's plenty of room. Come on in. The water's good. Mm -hmm. I, I, uh, all, as the website's launched, um, it will all be posted there. Of course. Um, I do a lot of ministry one-on-one -on -one with people praying for them and discipleship via phone, Facebook messenger lives. Um, I, whatever the Lord leads I'm in and, and I'm amazed at how he plays it all out. It's so glorious. But I was teaching a prophetic class um, in 2000, late 2016, and one of the gals in that, in that small group got the first word of knowledge she'd ever had and said, Bob, your assistant is right around the corner, and he is going to handle all the minutiae. That was the word. 
And we all kind of looked at each other and went, well, that's kind of funny because I don't know anybody who's got a male assistant in their ministry, but praise God. And I stood <laughs> on it and I've been crying out for it and standing on that word like many others this whole time. It's 2020. Two months ago, a young man stepped forward who's been assisting ministries for about 10 years handed me a very bullet pointed sheet of where his expertise lives, including social media and websites and stuff and development and all that stuff and said, my media company wants to partner with your ministry and do anything you need me to do that you feel is minutia. Wow. Come on. Make it up. You can't. <laughs> you can't make it up. So I, I only bring that testimony up because because that's where I'm at with a website. There, he's got pages built and some video loaded and photos and whatever. But I don't know whether that's a week from now or a month from now. Um, but thank you so much for asking and, and putting people that direction. Yeah. <clears throat> and if it's okay with you... Um... What I'll do is I'll just link your Facebook underneath in the comments. And then for, yeah, we can just draw people to your Facebook and then um, surely they can connect with your website when that gets up and running. And that is an amazing, amazing testimony though. That is really, really awesome. Amazing. So I teach that when we get a prophetic word from somebody that's not of flesh, it's truly a word from our father, then that is a rhema, right? Yes. Okay. So if the scriptures are rhemas to the apostles and the disciples, mm. and I get a word from you that's truly, it, it tests in my spirit, and it lines up with scripture, then that's a rhema. How come we don't take those as seriously as a true word from our father for us and our scroll that was written before the beginning of time in our journey? Man, that's so good. That's really deep right there. (laughs) (laughs) I know it kind of blew my scalp back when I heard it. I'm like, really? Because see, for me, and and I know others, but generally the Holy Spirit doesn't tell me things. He'll ask me a question, (laughs) (laughs) which puts me in that. What I use is the emoji face or tilt or peel my scalp back. (laughs) Right. And, 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 um, it kind of like just puts my head sideways. Like you are kidding me. Yeah. 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 And I had this thought earlier, right before I called in for the podcast, I'm like, Lord, if I want to hear from you, all I need to do is just walk in my bathroom. Like you always speak to me in my bed. <laughs> the closet. Yeah, yeah. Praise God. Yeah. It's yes. a bathroom or for some reason when I'm doing dishes, I don't know why every single time. Oh my I'm goodness. Doing that, I, you know what? He, okay. Can I go here a minute? <laughs> yeah, sure. You identified two spots that two exact spots that I key on when I'm speaking to people about <laughs> the intimacy with their father. Here's why. I'm a... <laughs> Glory. Oh, daddy, you're so good. Awesome. <laughs> Anytime we do something where our mind doesn't necessarily have to be engaged, i.e. body function or washing dishes 
or vacuuming for some, I'll tell you what, if you come by my place, you're one of the three cars a day that drive by my cave and you saw me mowing my grass, you would think that you needed to call someone with some white jackets to come and get that guy. Because more times than not, I'm a blubbering mess, praising and worshiping. It's just a task. So we've removed ourselves as followers of Christ while we're washing the dishes. Oh, daddy, I love you. You are so good, father. And pretty soon for me, I'm leaning on this counter right here. I'm at my sink. I'm leaning on this counter going, oh, God, you amaze me. Because you've gotten out of the flesh and into the spirit. Make sense? Yes. That's why those two specific places are places of solitude for you and many others, myself included. So, so good. Oh, my goodness. Also, my car, you know, it's I love to take drives. I love to. That's one of the things I love about traveling and, and driving is it's like you get these downloads from the father because you're not necessarily thinking about anything else and it's like exactly your mind is cleared out and so that's when you can really like get these downloads and hear from heaven i know without the binger the little irritating buzzer i can't tell you how many times i would have run out of gas on the highway and i have a 28 gallon tank in my suburban and all of a sudden that thing is binging and i'm like wait a minute 15 minutes ago i filled this thing oh well (laughs) yes thank you lord yeah, that place right there. Mm. I'm actually, it's funny the way you said that you enjoy those. I, I, I've been in ministry full time for, for about 12 months now, and I've only done two small trips other than going to meetings and stuff. And I'm going to Moravian Falls uh, the end of September to, to serve. And um, I'm looking forward to that thousand mile drive because it's me and my daddy. Yes, solitude, hearing his yes. voice his presence because his presence is everything his presence yeah. is everything every single day to not just you know nope. it's awesome to have these encounters and think about and reflect on those and also they're a great reminder but at the same time it's like okay there's a fresh encounter man there's a fresh encounter for today right right now hey yep right there today that yep that he wants, he's so loving and man, I feel God's presence that there's a fresh encounter for today that he just wants to be with you for today. Yep. Every moment, every moment. So God, I just thank you for every single listener. God, that no matter what time of day they hear this, that you would draw them in to an encounter for the yes. moment, Lord, that you would stir up hunger, that they would never be the same, Lord. Yes. Because the hunger, man, once that hunger starts, you can't get enough. <laughs> you can't yes, get enough. Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for every person that's listening. And we just thank you for drawing them in. You're so good. You're so good. Oh my goodness. I feel like, um, our time is wrapping up a little bit because, um, I think we've been on here about 30 minutes, but I would so love to have you back. I've so enjoyed this chat and, 
um, would love to have you back if you're, if you're led. And would you mind to also say a prayer, uh, a closing mm. prayer for our audience, if you don't mind. And whatever mm, no, I'm honored. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. April, I'm honored to serve your ministry any way that my King sees fit. So I, I'd be honored to come back and share. Thank you so, so much. Father, we, we love you. We just lift your name on high, Lord. Father, thank you for loving us so much that you sent your son so that we could live in eternity next to you in covenant with Jesus. Father, I thank you for what you're doing to and through each one of us right now. I bless and stir hunger in the saints right now. Father, draw them in. You said in your word, if we would meet you there, you'd be right there with us. Draw us into the deeper realms of your kingdom, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for constantly leading, guiding, directing, and all of those marvelous questions that cause us to seek our Father's revelation in a deeper way. Thank you, Jesus. I bless all those that are listening. In Jesus' name, you're blessed. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Thank you so, so much again, Bob. I so honor you and honor the price that I feel like you've paid a high price to house the glory, to house the glory. So I just so honor you and I'm thankful for you. And we hope mm. you all have experienced God's love, joy, yes. and rest in this message. Our prayer through this podcast is that you would experience God, not just here not just hear stories, but that you would be drawn to encounter and that you would experience him. So we bless you all in Jesus' name. Yes. Oh, thank mm. you so much, April. Awesome. Thank you.